Hello. Hello, everyone. Um, I'd like to begin this evening by acknowledging the traditional custodians on the land on which we are meeting this evening and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Um, my name is Bridie Moran and I'm here in my capacity as the Manager of Engagement and Development at 4A Centre for Contemporary Asian Art. Um, we're really lucky to be here tonight presenting a 4A project in Brisbane. We don't get to do this very often. As some of you may know, 4A uh, presents and shares Asian and Asian Australian art throughout Australia and the Asia region. And tonight we've been very kindly gifted this space at IMA for a bit of a takeover, um, recognising our current exhibition, Shalu, Impossible Dialogue. Uh, before I hand over to our fantastic speakers for this evening, artist Shalu, curators Claire Roberts and Xu Hong, I have some acknowledgements, as all good projects have, um, to read. So, Impossible Dialogue is produced and presented by 4A. And the exhibition and our associated programming is part of the Sydney Festival, the Lunar New Year Festival 2019, and is supported by the Australian Government through the Australia-China Council, the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade, the Australian Research Council Future Fellowship Project, which Claire will describe in more detail when she talks. Um, so thank you all for joining us this evening and hopefully getting a bit of a glimpse into what's happening in Sydney as part of this exhibition, but also through Shalu, her extensive career and our opportunity to see more of this in Australia. I'm now going to hand over to Claire. Um, thank you very much, Bridie. Uh, wonderful to be back in Brisbane. Um, I've had quite a long association with Brisbane and the Queensland Art Gallery through the APT, but before that, I um, used to visit uh, the IMA and see shows in an earlier kind of venue. I think this is new, or is this a new building on an old site? Anyway, people can fill me in later, but it's great to, to be here. Um, and so I wanted to thank um, the IMA for um, hosting um, this um, uh, tonight's program um, with 4A. Um, it's a real privilege um, to have had the opportunity to work with 4A. Um, as Bridie said, I'm at the University of Melbourne and I've been one of those fortunate people to have been given a large grant, <laughs> courtesy of your taxes, I guess, the Australian Research Council, to do more work on 20th century Chinese art, which is kind of the area of my research. So I'm looking at the whole 20th century and um, through a series of case studies. So Xiaolu is one of the, my, you know, the people who I'm particularly interested in. And um, having worked as a curator for many years, I also promised to do an exhibition. <laughs> and so um, was very pleased when 4A agreed to be a partner um, for this exhibition. So Xiaolu, um, I don't know how many of, uh, of you here are familiar with um, Chinese, contemporary Chinese art of the last 30 years or Xiaolu's work in particular. She hasn't been profiled in the APT. Um, but uh, her work is, um, and particularly the work that dates from 1989, work called Dialogue. Um, as an art historian, it's one of those works that you can't ignore. I mean, you kind of you can't move forward without dealing with her work. And, you know, given that, um, you know, it's... Uh, the Chinese art historical landscape is, a one that's, is one that's pretty much dominated by male critics and male artists. 
um, I thought that Shaolu was a very interesting kind of person to um, focus on um, for my research. So uh, um, I wanted to uh, first start by um, introducing um, Shaolu and also Xu Hong in a slightly more fulsome way. Um, so Shaolu, um, as you will hear from uh, very uh, soon, um, grew up in Hangzhou. Um, she is from a very well-connected family. Her father was the president of the one of the two most significant art schools um, in China, the Zhejiang Academy of Fine Arts, now the China Art Academy in Hangzhou. Um, she um, studied in the preparatory at the preparatory school in Beijing for students hoping to enter the Central Academy of Fine Art, the elite art school in in China. Um, and then she um, studied at oil painting at the Zhejiang Academy of Fine Art. Um, it was her graduation work dialogue that um, was selected for the China Avant-Garde exhibition, big exhibition, unprecedented survey of contemporary art that was held at the National Art Museum of China in Beijing in February 1989. So the reason we're having this exhibition at 4A now is because this is the 30th anniversary um, of the China Avant-Garde exhibition. It opened on the um, 5th of January and at the opening um, event, Xiaolu now famously fired a gun at her installation of two telephone booths. Um, she was catapulted to kind of fame um, and uh, notoriety um, and kind of, uh, you know, so the, the exhibition um, really looks back at that moment and looks at it from an art historical point of view, but most importantly looks at Xiaolu's life in the 30 years since then. As we know, February 1989 is kind of uh, three short months until kind of June, you know, the 4th, um, 1989. So Xiaolu, like many other uh, Chinese artists and intellectuals, sought safe passage in Australia. She's an Australian citizen. Um, no one's really acknowledged that in terms of Australian art history, so part of our, you know, uh, motivation was to recuperate um, uh, Xiaolu's story. Uh, within Australian art history as well as kind of looking at her within the context of contemporary Chinese art and as being a significant um, artist um, whose story kind of hasn't really been kind of heard in a fulsome way. Um, we wanted to profile Xiaolu as a contemporary, an important um, contemporary artist, so um, upstairs in Foray there are uh, key works, um, recent works from her, uh, by her since 2003. Um, so Xiaolu, we're, we're kind of engaging with her work in a historical sense, but also um, with her practice in a contemporary sense. And for this occasion, um, Foray commissioned a new work, a new performance work called Tides, which I'll show you a still of in a minute. Um, so the other important person who's here with us tonight is Xu Hong. Xu Hong, um, some of you, if you were uh, around in 1993, there was an exhibition that I curated uh, which travelled to Brisbane. It started at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. It was called New Art from China, Post Mao Product. I was determined to include some female artists, in, women artists in that show, including Xu Hong's work. She was uh, one of the leading um, Chinese uh, women artists at the time. And the two large paintings, um, they were oil on canvas with crushed rock over which was, you know, um, placed um, Xuan paper, Chinese kind of um, pulp paper, two really powerful works which had been included in the China Avant-Garde exhibition. She was one of the few female artists along with uh, Xiaolu who was included in that exhibition. 
So that exhibition was shown here in Brisbane at the Queensland Art Gallery um, and those works and along with um, some others uh, remain in uh, private collections and public collections in Australia. Xu Hong um, uh, then became a very important critic, art critic in China and art historian. Um, she worked at the Shanghai Art Museum as an important curator and researcher and then most recently at the National Art Museum of China, China's leading art museum, the museum where the China Avant-Garde exhibition was held. She was there until recently um, and now she is a consulting curator and is working on some key projects. But really her main contribution other than being as an artist, is the work that she's done on uh, Chinese, you know, women's art in China. She's written numerous articles and books, including a seminal um, essay published in 2006 called um, She, Her, They, which was a very robust um, articulation of uh, Xiaolu's situation and the treatment that she um, was forced to endure um, over differing claims of authorship for her 1989 work, Dialogue. So it's, um, Xu Hong is one of the co-curators for the Impossible Dialogue exhibition, along with Michaela Tai, director of the, um, for a Centre for Contemporary um, Asian Art in Sydney. So it's been a very happy um, um, gathering um, of the three of us. So I thought um, to start off um, this evening, we might just, because we're here because of the exhibition, um, we will show you a couple of stills from the exhibition. Hopefully you might get the chance to go to Sydney and see it. Um, and then the format for the evening will be for then me to hand over to um, Xiaolu. Xiaolu will then um, talk to you uh, in English. Um, she, her English is quite good. If she needs some support, there's plenty of support here. She will um, take you through um, her oeuvre. Um, with a PPT. Then we'll see some uh, video clips of uh, selected performance works of hers and then Xu uh, Hong and I will have, um, we'll talk to you in a bit more detail about some of those works and then we're opening the floor to questions. So we want some engagement with uh, all of you and if you've got questions, Xiaolu um, and Xu uh, Hong and I are very happy to talk with you about it, um, any of the works in more detail or answer any of your questions. So perhaps we'll just have a quick look at some slides so that you get an idea of the exhibition. Um, so I don't know how many of you been to have you been to 4A. So so you know that um, it's right on the street there in Chinatown. You walk in off the street and actually can you go back, Bridie? So the first thing really on your right is the video uh, where you see um, Xiaolu shooting a gun at her installation of two aluminium telephone booths. Uh, this was a graduation work of hers, uh, dated dating from the previous year. She was a very young artist participating in that exhibition. And she had the foresight uh, to document the work through um, still photographs, a couple of still photographs, and also this moving image. There was uh, Wen Pulin, who was, uh, is a filmmaker, um, was taking footage of some of the happenings and the um, installation more generally. So then you uh, look um, directly at the main gallery space where we have a still photograph of, of Xiaolu directing a gun at her work the moment before she pulled the trigger. Um, and then maybe let's go to the next work. And then on the, um, 
The other wall is a wonderful uh, a tribute to kind of Shaolu, really, by a fellow artist, a photographer called Wang Yoshen. Wang Yoshen also spent time in Australia after 1989, uh, but then he chose to return to China. He was also an exhibiting artist in the China Avant-Garde exhibition. So there were about, um, I don't know, what, 300 works by 185 artists or something so he had oil paintings in the show but he was also is also a photographer and he worked for the Beijing Youth Daily and so he was he's one of the people who've most uh, fully document most fully documented the China avant-garde exhibition and so he decided to I gave him we gave him that wall and he decided to create a little installation in the form of a, a handgun so he he reconstituted um, some of his archival images taken in February in 1989 as a handgun, uh, pointing not towards uh, Shaolu's work, but pointing out towards the street. So these are really important documentary photographs of the show, showing some of the key artworks being brought in, the No U-Turn logo um, in the middle there, the largest um, image is of Shaolu's work, um, and then some documentary photographs that were taken after Shaolu, um, they were taken into custody and questioned and then after they were released, they, re um, they released a statement. Um, in the, maybe go back, yeah, so then we've got two vitrines, archival, of archival material looking at um, the work dialogue itself and the China avant-garde um, exhibition with catalogue, um, top left-hand corner, um, some images of the the work that um, was Shaolu's graduation work that was featured prominently in art museum, art magazines in China, which is why she, as a very young artist, was selected for inclusion in the China avant-garde exhibition. Uh, and then on the right-hand side, um, some of the news reports, including from local Chinese newspapers, but also, you know, the Washington Post, the New York Times, um, Time magazine, um, and others. And a, an amazing photograph taken by Wang Yoshen, kind of the moment um, after uh, Xiaolu fired her gun, the floor below, um, and you can see everyone fleeing. Um, the gun gunshot caused the gallery to be temporarily closed, uh, while investigations kind of took place and then it was reopened. Um, and then another artist kind of made a bomb threat and then the show was closed again and then it was eventually reopened for the last couple of days. So maybe Bridie will... So then you go up the stairs in 4A and so you, are, um, you then see uh, a still from the work Sperm, um, an extraordinary uh, work where... Uh, which was part of the Long March project, um, um, uh, you know, project that was held in Yan'an. So the communist kind of base camp where the Communist Party retreated um, uh, during the Sino-Japanese War to kind of regroup. Um, and Luger and the Long March um, group um, invited uh, about 30 artists from China and around the world to create artworks. Um, so Xiaolu uh, decided, uh, based on a quotation from Mao Zedong, about kind of revolution and um, being and propaganda um, and the sowing of seed, seeds. And so she interpreted that um, um, in her own way. And this was at a time when she was 44 and um, the performance work was asking men to come forward and donate sperm. Um, there's a long video uh, which is in the, um, in the exhibition which actually um, provides greater context for this work. So then we um, go upstairs and 
um, some of Shaolu's uh, seminal works, sorry about the pun, <laughs> um, 15 Gunshots, <laughs> 15 Gunshots, which is a work that she, she created. Uh, we'll come back to the, some of these works and talk about them in more detail. She created this in 2003. Um, works that uh, she took, uh, created, framed, glazed and took to a shooting range and shot each of them. Uh, eight, there are 15 representing um, a year of her life um, between uh, 1989 and 2003 when the work was made. And then just moving around the gallery, um, we've got uh, the ink work called One and then the work on the right-hand wall called Polar. So we'll come back to those works and we'll, uh, Shaolu and others will talk to you uh, about them in more detail and with videos. So then, um, and uh, on the street-facing wall with the windows, um, there is an installation which is a work in progress relating to the new work that 4A commissioned um, from Shaolu called Tides, T-I-D-E-S, um, in which Shaolu planted 30 bamboo poles um, into the sand on a beach in Sydney at first light. And these are the poles from that uh, installation. Um, and we just show the last slide. Um, so uh, Shaolu, we brought them back to the gallery and Shaolu signed them, one in English and one in Chinese. Um, and this is a still from, from that um, new work, Tides, you know, which is looking back on the 30 years of the China Avant-Garde exhibition, but the 30 years since Shaolu first came to Australia. So it's an important kind of moment um, marking, you know, that return and the 30 years that has ensued uh, since then. So look, that is a really quick overview of the exhibition. Hopefully whetted your appetite to uh, um, make you think about um, heading south and uh, including it in your itinerary when you go to Sydney. Um, but now it's my great pleasure to hand over to Xiaolu to talk to you directly about um, her work. Uh, thank you to everybody coming. And Claire already introduced my work. It's uh, with the fresh English. My English is not good enough, but I try my best. Yeah, today's my topic is what happened. Uh, why I use this topic? Um, because in my life, yes, a lot of things, a lot of time, is why I do the work. Sometimes it's out of control. Um, sometimes. Um, from beginning 1989, um, I'm just uh, doing my graduate work with dialogue. At that moment, um, this work is based to the, my emotion of the love, something uh, for my teenager at this time. It's a lot of things happening in my life. So you, if you see the, this work, it's woman and man is dialogue, but they couldn't dialogue. Is telephone is hand on. So this work is I did in the installation did in 1988. Um, uh, it's my graduate work in the Zhejiang Academy of Fine Art. Then after one year, the China Avenger Exhibition, they choose this work to the show. 
not uh, at that moment, I think this is just uh, my I just graduate student. I'm just uh, focus my work and finish this work. This idea for the gunshot I had in the 1918A, but I borrowed them, didn't borrow the gun. So I'm just trying the 1989. Maybe I can do this idea. I finish this work. So it depends. I get gun or not get gun. But it's lucky in 1989 I get this gun. This is a work. Uh, this is exhibition is very important. Um, in China, Avenga history, because it's in the 1989. At this point, China is very big point in the China history, sociable and art history, and a lot of things happened in China in the 1989. So, in this point, maybe this work is the result most sociable. It's out of my country in the, my original idea. Uh, so uh, sometimes I see my life, back to see my life, I think a lot of things happen to me, always make me think what happened. Um, I was did uh, this working, I was 26, I was young. At that moment, I can't speak to the median. Uh, after gunshot, I go to the jail for three days. Then I I release, I come back, I can I go to the National Art Museum at the door. The creator Fidawi told me, you were a lot of median international. I think a uh, uh, lot of median know this news. You will be face to the median, talk to this at the most I I feel my, I think I can't speak at that moment. So, so this is a photo for exhibition clothes. This is for the lot of median. And I think in this age, I'm not very good experience to fix my lot of problem. So after this work, I'm silent. Um, escape for the maybe 15 years, I can't face to the dialogue. So I put this empty piece, I think, just tell people after dialogue, I can't face to this work. Then 2003, then this moment, I think um, I read a book of dialogue. If people interested in my story, you can go to the Amazon. Just deal the dialogue, Shalu, you can buy this book in the English. You can read my story. Uh, I read in this novel in Chinese, but the translator with the English. It's published by Hong Kong University. Um, I think, uh, I read this book, used one and a half years. I think it's my physical problem, can't fit to this work, can't fit to my past life. So, so can't fit to a lot of things. This is make me can't do a lot of things. So, but I, I want to 
not fit to dialogue, but these things, I think, um, can't, can't I, I don't know how to use, use English. But this dialogue, I hope you can see this novel, then you can know what happened for my life, why I come fit to dialogue this work for 15 years. Then in 2003, then I'm in the internet say, what happened? I do this work. So this is my first time face to this work and to the public. Uh, after 2003, then I start to the did a lot of work. This is my did work in the 2006 for the sperm. At that moment, I'm just one get the baby, you know. Uh, in my life, I didn't marry. I didn't marry. I didn't get baby. So. I researched a lot of the internet on the website. So that moment, the Long March invited me to the, their project for the... So Lujie told me, you can come in to have a look, also you can do the work. I just tell the Lujie, I say, I, I want to get some sperm, maybe it's okay. Lujie said, excellent, come. <laughs> then I prepared the fruit and uh, 12 bottle, the empty bottle, uh, in the hotel. Is the the hotel is for three days. They have meeting for three days. I think around 16 people or 17 people come. Then people have the lot of conversation with me. I have the video on the 4A, and um, this process led me feel <laughs> very interesting when men because this work fits to. Only men. Men can donate in the sperm, but when they fit to me, always reveals this thing and a lot of conversation in this video. But this video is maybe 20 minutes, you can come to for it to see. So after three days, I didn't get any sperm, but after one man gave me the sperm, but I didn't successful. So this work is interesting in my life, yeah. Uh, this work is, um, I did it in 2016 in the Venice Benani, 15.5 Benani in the, this expression, Grand Canal. Um, in original idea, I bring the mud from China. I want put uh, this mud in my body then use the wrap the washer and wash off. In the beginning, uh, because this is the museum of the uh, the church, the religion museum, English religion, religion and museum. Um, in the beginning, they accept I did a performance in here, but just the. Opening before they cancel my performance plan, so no way. So what happened? Uh, I think performance sometimes you can did make the decision immediately. So I didn't tell the creator, didn't tell anyone. Just take off my clothes, jump to water, then this exhibition closed. Then opening because they. 
In the Italian, I think religion very strong. They don't like women the naked uh, bodies on the, around the hair. So this is work is after work in the China, lot of people on the internet talk this work. So so this work is just uh, after I plan is happened. Uh, this work in the for Asia, yeah. Uh, from 2015, I tried to start use the Chinese the concept yin and yang. I did three work. This is first one. Yeah, this is uh, um, this is the field. This Chinese paper. Yeah, you know Chinese. Uh, Traditional used used use the ink and the water. This is basic uh, material. So it's simple, just water and ink. And the result on the piece of paper, this is my performance. First time did in the this kind of material. Yeah. This is the result. Yeah. Um, this work is polar. Um, um, this work inspiration is I come from the another project, the performance project. I go to the Lang Yabing. Lang Yabing is close the north, the the most north. Then I saw the ocean have the ice mountain. Give me a lot of is feeling. So, um, how do I get this inspiration? I just get this inspiration in the Lang Yabing. And one day I go to the gift shop. Then I found that the knife is very, very good. So, I buy the knife. Then I come back, buy the another one. and. Just on I back to the way, some image come to my face. So in my life, sometimes um, I'm not very concept uh, artist. Have some the very clear idea, do something in order. Sometimes this image come to me and uh, attract to me. I'm just follow this idea going. So. This work come to just at that moment. Then I tell the creator I have idea. I will do some work. Then just go back Beijing. Did this work. Um, in the beginning, I didn't plan to have the blood and cut my knife. If cut my hand, because I plan this, I can't cut so hard. Um, I did this work is uh, maybe five five minutes. The knife. Have the some the, I think I I I joined so much I forgot the knife the the way then cut my hand very very hard. Uh, when I put my hand on the eyes, I feel very exciting exciting in that moment. So I want to continue do it. So I use the the knife and do the one hold and another hold. After I feel my hand 
it's a little bit, it's kind of go on, so this work stop. Then I go to the hospital, have operation for three hours. Mm. You will see video after. Yeah, this is a photograph which take very good photograph for me. Yeah. So this work is what happened. I never, I, I didn't control the beginning. So in my performance, always uh, before I plan something, but suddenly it's a lot of things happen during this program, and change the way sometimes. A lot of blood, you see. This is holy water uh, I did in the two, 2017. Yeah, this work I, uh, because the 2013, I'm in, I've jumped in the water in the Venice. So this time, when Craig asked me to choose the view, he gave me a lot of the location, let me choose. And uh, I said, I wanted to do this in the San Marco Square because it fits to St. Marco Church. In the beginning, I'm just uh, used, um, uh, I'm really want to use the water, holy water, not the multi. I'm used the three of the, uh, six, seven, seven bottles of the water. I go to the Chinese the temple. I get some real pure water. Want to do this uh, just the fits to church work. But after, before I come to Venice, I changed the idea. So I think my life always um, incredible things happen. I think maybe um, I, I want to drink the water, but the God changed. Why? So at the last moment, I changed the idea with the multi. Um, this work I did, um, uh, I think I used the wine, did the work have twice. One in the 2009, I drink the wine, uh, 17, uh, 16 bottles of wine. This is the second. But this is the wine's more stronger. Five, six degree. Huh? Yeah, degree, very, very, very strong wine. And after I think you see the video, can see I, after I drink the more what happened is is credible. Yeah, this uh, go to the still go to the hospital. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, Thai I did in the Sydney. This first time I did performance in Sydney is for for eight expression. This is a very good experience in my life. Uh, yeah, it, because I never see the tide in the so close to see the tide up and down. And this morning I go to the beach, then see the tide go and down. Something I will see in my life and back my 13 years. So this work is, uh, I think, basically for my 13 years, career and history, and a lot of things uh, 
happened and uh, so this work is very long history yes for uh, this year you know this year is uh, is 13 years for my work also my life also for the China Avenga exhibition 13 years uh, so I think for a this expression is very good time for remember people and talk to this expression and maybe I'm just one of the history is the person short gun doesn't matter thank you Okay, so we'll move to the uh, last uh, segment um, before we open the floor to questions. If I can ask Xu Hong to come up and... Um wait, wait. Oh. Mm. Mm. So people have had now had a chance to uh, view, hear from Xiaolu and view some of her video works. So I'm wondering kind of what you're feeling about the um, performance artist uh, by kind of um, an artist like Shaolu um, and whether you are forming the opinion that it's uh, all very extreme. Uh,我九三年到了昆斯兰,然后今天我又在昆斯兰的美术馆看到这个美术馆里面成立的女性艺术家的作品,以及啊,不同的那个民族和文化的作品,同时成立在那个馆里,啊,写的那么的和谐,
to celebrate that, um, that that is not only celebrated, but that is, you know, kind of a normal thing. Whereas in China, um, that is not the case. Um, you know, there are lots of um, divisions and uh, areas that um, we don't go into for various reasons. 嗯，我就想讲他的这个圣水和他的那清洗两件作品那个发表以后，在国内批评界引起的反响。So really, what all I wanted to talk about tonight was two works, Purge, which you see on the screen now, and Holy Water, two works which provoked intense debate online in China. 首先他的那个跳到威尼斯运河的这些作品啊，在就是比较前卫的批评这个圈子里，都表示了不能理解啊。首先是他为什么要把中国的泥巴运到威尼斯河边去运河边，他为什么要裹上中国的泥跳入威
um, cultural thinking um, relating um, you know, to uh, practices in China, but uh, in particular in relation to women, you know, and the idea of, of, of self-respect um, in terms of how a woman would, um, you know, um, behave, um, particularly overseas, in an overseas kind of um, destination. So there was, um, a, you know, complete kind of inability to um, understand Xiaolu's kind of motivation um, that was... Um, uh, you know, dependent on kind of stereotypical kind of thinking on the parts of many of these uh, male critics. So maybe if we change the image to holy water, there was an even greater uh, response, um, negative response to uh, this work, uh, holy water. 首先是,就是从一种生理感情上来说,他们不能接受一个女性在家以外,在陌生人中间,在男人所能监视的这样的一个圈子以外,喝酒,而且是喝醉了。So there was an inability to appreciate what the motivation would be behind a woman um, presenting herself um, to the outside world, um, not only to, um, well, you know, to just onlookers, bystanders, uh, in this undignified way. That's 或者有海外的这样的一种信仰,一种文化上的一种感情,能够使得小鲁问题得到解决。So mm. there was an incapacity to uh, appreciate that Xiaolu might want to take her practice kind of into an international kind of setting like that, uh, a setting that had, you know, was um, imbued with deep kind of religious um, significance, um, and that she would, you know, use some symbolic imagery, you know, such as the strip of uh, bright blue perspex, um, which has kind of may have for some people references to, to heaven, um, that there was this inability to think um, about Shaolu's work in terms of connecting with, with larger kind of contexts mm -hmm. that might communicate in different ways uh, than they would in a Chinese setting. So no matter whether Xiaolu was drinking holy water or Mao Tai, I mean, it wouldn't have changed, it wouldn't have really or fundamentally changed their perception of her action. So there 
So there was an incapacity to um, accept uh, Shaolu's kind of methodology, if you like, um, in this work. Um, her way of uh, um, rebelling, um, expressing um, herself um, in this work, um, you know, as a woman in a kind of undignified, kind of what was perceived as an undignified way. 所以非常有意思的是，呃，肖鲁可能他的最开始的计划，他的出发点实际上跟社会的就是文化的历史的啊这样的一种认同，嗯，不是完全是对抗的。So it's interesting for this work. I mean, in its original conception, when she was going to drink holy water rather than maltai, it was not, you know, conceived as a confronting. Combative work, necessarily. 包括他那张就是倒木水的那张呃那那那那些作品，一开始他也是觉得木和水要融合，然后这个是天地之间的啊一种一种一种次序关系。最开始他的出发点都是比较温和的。So it's interesting. Um, for many of uh, Shaolu's works, uh, she conceptualizes them. In a way that um, often has kind of the idea of harmony, kind of at, at, you know, as a basis. So if we take the uh, one, um, the the work one, where she uh, douses herself with a bucket of ink and then um, followed by a, a bucket of water, I mean, at a fundamental level, you know, the idea of combining kind of black and white or kind of ink and water, you know, is to achieve a sense of kind of harmony, as in Chinese kind of painting practice. 但是到最后在这个过程中间，他本身的这种反叛能力，他本身的就是这种生活对他的一些教训和经验，以及他长期积累的一些记忆，他就爆发出来了。所以在整个过程中，他就越来越反叛，到最后的结果就是完全就实现
which we've translated as the butterfly if or butterfly effect um, you know Shaolu's art of transformation Uh,他的传统习惯,以及人们的各种变的思想,他要冲破这种冰封,他世界都是就把它封在里面,他说他要通过他自己的身体的力量,哪怕他是他的肉体受损伤,他都要撕开这种封锁,最后他都要出来,